just a reminder, here at That's So Chronic, we are dedicated to sharing personal stories. We are not advocating any type of treatment, therapy, procedure or intervention. Everyone is unique, so please seek professional medical advice before making any decisions for yourself or for others. This episode is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice. Please speak to your medical team if you have any questions. Welcome to That's So Chronic with me, Jess Bryan. Spotlight On is an opportunity to shine a spotlight and chat a little bit more in depth about something that's in our That's So Chronic world. And today's episode is something that I haven't really done before. Today, I am taking you along with me in diary style format as I receive two doses of the Pfizer vaccine here in New Zealand. Welcome to That's So Chronic. Before we begin, I wanted to quickly introduce myself and give some context around this episode. For those of you who might not know me, or if you haven't heard my story before, I was diagnosed with MS, or multiple sclerosis, in 2014 when I was 21 years old. I am currently living in New Zealand, but before COVID, I was lucky enough to be traveling the world full-time for my work. Recently, I switched from receiving six weekly infusions of the disease-modified therapy Tysabri or natalizumab to Ocrevus ocrelizumab which is also an infusion but it is a life-changing every six months now. Due to being on these DMTs vaccines have always been a bit of a hot topic for me and I've been living rent-free in my brain for quite some time. To give you a bit of an insight into that I remember starting my first dose of Tysabri at the Wellington Hospital It was probably around March 2015. I was talking to the MS nurse there and I was asking about vaccinations specifically for traveling and whether I would be able to get them. Naively, I just thought that I would be able to, but she dropped the bombshell that no, I wouldn't be able to if they were live vaccines. You can go and Google the difference between live and not live if you're interested. I'm not going to get into it right here, right now. She also said that if I was needing to visit these countries, such as India or parts of Asia where vaccines are recommended, or if I was needing to travel from the likes of South America to, say, Australia, where I would need to prove the yellow fever vaccine, that I would need to seriously consider the risks to my health and potentially not travel. It was pretty devastating and something that I do still have a little cry about sometimes. And then when I was switching treatments in 2020, they checked to see whether I was immune to measles, mumps and rubella. I had received the MMR vaccines as a child, but in the 90s, would you believe, they somehow changed the dosages and it was looking like I wasn't fully immune to the measles after all. And so I'd been living in Auckland throughout the measles epidemic and my nurses were just like, I'm so sorry, but we can't give you the vaccine. I guess it was just that my suppressed immune system really wouldn't cope. So then when the Pfizer vaccine reached our shores and the vaccine rollout happened here in New Zealand, I was feeling a little bit stressed about whether I would be able to get it or not. And I soon realized that finding out that information would be extremely difficult. And I'm not the only one that found that hard. Radio New Zealand have reported on this, which I've included the link in the show notes if you'd like to go and have a read for yourself. It's a really interesting article and I do recommend having a read. 
But about that, what isn't really covered in the diary entries is that I asked my GP and they said I had to ask my neurologist. And I was lucky enough to already have a neurology appointment booked in because I had just transferred my care down to the CDHB in Christchurch and I'm still being monitored for this random lesion that no one knows what's inside my brain. So I was lucky enough to already have an appointment. I asked my neurologist and they actually didn't really give me that much information about it. They just said that I could get it. And that's when I decided to record an audio diary about this process. I've always wanted That So Chronic to be a place where we share patient experiences. And since this is such a huge moment globally for public health and something that I've certainly never experienced in my lifetime, I wanted to have this episode as a record. I was also really inspired by Morgan from How to Celiac, who documented getting her vaccine in London in a vlog over on her blog and YouTube channel. Now, hindsight (laughs) is a beautiful thing, and I won't lie to you, while listening to some of these diary entries back, I really wanted to exclude them. I guess it's now many months since recording them, and a lot of what I said doesn't feel that important, or doesn't really feel that necessary to include and really it's because I have the beauty of hindsight. However, I really wanted this to be a record of how I was feeling throughout the process with all of the hoops I had to jump through, the highs, the lows, the epiphanies and the uncertainties. But before people come at me in my messages, I just want to say that I am so aware that some people can't receive a COVID vaccine for medical reasons. And I really hope that if that's you and you're listening to this episode, that if you feel upset or frustrated by listening to this, that you have someone that you can talk to about it. I know how much it sucks not being able to get vaccines and not being able to do something that you really want to do. And I really hope that your country, wherever you may be, has adequate support to assist you moving forward should you need to prove vaccination or medical reasoning as to why you're not vaccinated. Perhaps that can be another Spotlight On episode for another day when we know a little bit more about how that's going to look. And just a reminder, like I said in the disclaimer at the beginning, this episode is a personal story. It's my personal story. And even if you too have MS, remember that everyone is different. I encourage you to speak to a member of your professional medical team before making any decisions for yourself. So with all of that being said, the diary entries start back on May 11, 2021, after a meeting with my neurologist. I guess this is kind of like diary entry number one. I don't know what to call it because I was thinking like vlog is a video log. So this is kind of like a a log. Anyway, I have seen my neurologist here at the Christchurch Hospital and she has given me the news that I can get the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine, which is extremely exciting. I definitely feel like being vaccinated is hope and hopeful and that my life will get back to normal and I'll be able to travel again and see the world and do all the things that I still want to do. So I'm excited that I can get it, but she said that there are some considerations in terms of when I get it, just 
when like has to be x amount of weeks before my next infusion and x amount of weeks after an infusion kind of thing so the ms nurse will contact me they still don't know whether ms patients will be able to be in group three yet but apparently they're working on it i will keep you updated june 2 2021 the zoom meeting that changed the game Right, so I was lucky enough to be on a Zoom call, the MS Research NZ organised it for us, so I was able to join that Zoom call tonight. It was with, uh, I think it was like three, I'm like, I think it was like, I literally was there, but it was three representatives from the Ministry of Health. It was also a neurologist from the Southern DHB, Dr. John Modishead, and then a professor from Canberra, Professor David Shark, and then Ray Finch as well. So there was like a whole bunch of people and they were talking about the vaccine and how the Pfizer vaccine and how it will affect people living with MS. I am devastated because out of all of the MS treatments, it looks as though Ocrevus, Ocrelizumab, which is what I'm on, that one, like, if you're on that one, most likely chances are probably you might not get a response from the Pfizer vaccine. It's all to do with the fact that the vaccine is trying to trigger a response in your B cells for your immune system. And because Ocrevus, that's how it works, it essentially kind of, this is very generic, very generalized, way of explaining it but it kills off the b cells so therefore i don't have them to get a response from the vaccine but they are hopeful that my t cells might step up but yeah it just feels really sad that of course this happens to me like the one treatment that i am on is the one that probably won't work with the vaccine and i think it's just highlighting how important it is that you know, the majority of the population, if they can get this vaccine, do get vaccinated because, you know, I don't want COVID. Anyway, I feel a bit sad about that, but we shall see what happens. Oh, but we have been told that we are in group three now. So group three is happening at the moment. So we should be able to get vaccinated soon. I guess we just have to, I just have to wait for the MS nurse to contact me. Classic Jess though, being on the one MS treatment that might not work. <sighs> the next day, June 3, a change of perspective. Okay, so I've just had a thought. It's the next day and I was thinking that I've changed my mindset and my perspective a little bit because I was obviously got off the Zoom and I was absolutely devastated, just so upset that the vaccine was going to be not probably not working for me that I went and got pizza because you know we need to like commiserate this sort of situation but now I've had a change of mind and I'm actually really grateful that at least there's one silver lining that I can still get the vaccine because at the end of the day traveling is the most important thing I know that's so privileged to say but like that is what I absolutely love to do and I just desperately want to be able to keep traveling and I work so that I can travel you know so I am really stoked that at least it's still worth it enough that I can still get vaccinated because then I'll still have my 
you know, my card if you need a vaccinated, like a vaccine passport or whatever. I will still have that. So I will still be able to do things because who knows what's going to happen. Like I've already seen from some people that I follow, you know, they can't get into acting classes in the States if they're not vaccinated. So who knows what we're going to need that for. So yay, thank God I can actually still get it. That's all for today. June 26, I received an email. All right, so it is Saturday the 26th of June. I've just woken up to an email from my MS nurse at the Christchurch Hospital, and I'm not going to lie to you, I'm a little bit grumpy. So it's so basically in the email, she says that it's unclear whether MS patients are group 3 or group 4, which is just classic because on that Zoom call the three Ministry of Health representatives seemed very, uh, what's the word, very certain that MS patients were group three. And I know that there was a lot of confusion. And so loads of people were like typing into the chat asking if MS patients were group three or not. And everybody was saying yes. So I left that Zoom convinced that I was in group three. So if the Zoom people hadn't have said that, why would I have left thinking that? So it's just fascinating that somebody who works for neurology, is unsure whether we're group three or group four. So there's obviously some miscommunication there. And so, but she's hopeful that she can send a list of patients that are on ocrelizumab or ocrevus, what I'm on, to get the vaccine early. And then it's like, so she was able to confirm, which is great, this is good to know, that you have to wait three months following an infusion before having your first COVID vaccine, and you need to wait four weeks after your last COVID-19 vaccine to have your next ocrelizumab infusion. And so she's like thinking that we might need to push out my next infusion, depending on when I can get the vaccine. And it's like, why can't I just get the vaccine today then? Like, what? I just don't understand why there's so many hoops I have to jump through and things that I need to wait for when isn't the goal to get everybody in New Zealand vaccinated. I'm just so confused that it's like, oh, well, we don't know when you can get it. And so based on the timeline of my infusion, which is at the end of September, I just need to make sure that I'm vaccinated fully by the end of August. Otherwise, I'm going to have to wait until January to get vaccinated, which is like a whole year after most of my friends overseas have been vaccinated, which is just wild to me. So now that I've had time to like filter through some of my thoughts, I will reply, but I'm not going to reply right now because I'm still mad that this situation happens. And I think I'm just going to try my hardest to make sure that I get vaccinated next month so that there's no timing issues with my infusion And luckily I work from home, so I can feel like shit at a moment's notice. You know, I can just quickly go if they need people to be vaccinated. And I'm also a volunteer at the hospital, so I have had many opportunities to be vaccinated, but I thought I had to wait until the MS department, like, sorted it for me. But it sounds as though everything's just such a mess. And yeah, so good to know that we have to wait three months following an infusion to get vaccinated and you have to wait a month after being vaccinated to get your infusion. So now I know all the timelines, so I know what I'm working towards and here's hoping that it all just eventuates and I will be vaccinated very, very shortly. June 30, I finally get confirmation. 
I actually never replied to the email because sometimes these things are just best kept to your little podcast diary. Do you know what I mean? I just, I didn't feel like I needed to say anything. And it is officially Wednesday the 30th of June and I just got the text message saying Kia ora Jessica, you are part of group 3 for the COVID-19 vaccine rollout. You'll be contacted again by the end of July to book your vaccination appointment. Group 3 vaccinations will take until mid-September. Yep, must happen before September. Please wait for your invitation. I don't know when I've ever followed rules like that in the past, so I probably will be calling them if I don't hear in the next couple of weeks. Thanks for your patience. There is absolutely no patience. You don't need to thank me. (laughs) And yeah, please don't respond as this text number is not monitored. Excellent. Keep you updated. July 12th, the day I book my vaccine. Literally just gotten home from a meeting with somebody about a That's So Chronic interview and she had the number to call for the vaccines. I can't believe that I didn't find it. I've been told that there was no number for Canterbury vaccinations, but we got it. We got it and I just rang them and even though every robot on or pre-recorded message on the phone for like seven minutes was saying we are not taking bookings you need to hang up now if you haven't received the invitation blah 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 and obviously I haven't received the invitation but I stayed on the line and I said to the lovely man I was like uh I understand that you're not taking bookings I don't have the thing but um I'd love to join a wait list if you ever needed someone and he was like what we're taking bookings for group three and I was like boom and he said but we don't have any until August and I was like right well I've got a very specific window of when I need to be vaccinated by and I need to be vaccinated by the 26th the 26th of August fully he was like right we can do the 28th of July and the 18th of August so I'm getting my COVID vaccine I'm so excited so yeah even though all the robots pre-recorded messages told me just to hang up but You just have to persevere, my friends. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm just so happy. It just feels like there's hope. There's like, it's going to be okay. So, yes. July 16, a lesson in patience. It's important to tell you that today is the 16th of July. And in life, I get taught a lot of lessons. Do I learn from those lessons? No. But I do receive quite a lot of lessons and mainly lessons in patience (laughs) and I must say I am getting better at learning to be patient because in my heart of hearts I knew that everything was going to be okay re-getting the vaccine for timing purposes I just knew because I have learned my lesson because I get taught patience so many times because Another lesson happened today because today I did receive the text message inviting me to book my COVID vaccine. So everything would have been okay. I didn't need to call them. I didn't need to get stressed out. And I knew that because I literally get this lesson all the freaking time in my life because I am so impatient. But yes, so I just wanted to let you know that actually everything would have been fine because I did receive the invite to book today. (laughs) Oops. July 26, struggling to avoid the noise. 
It's Monday. My vaccine, my first Pfizer vaccine is on Wednesday. And I haven't really told anybody this, but I'm starting to get quite nervous and a little bit anxious about getting it. I think I'm just nervous because obviously I have MS and I'm just nervous that um, like even if I just get a cold or something my MS symptoms get really bad so I'm just nervous about my immune system and getting the vaccine and what's going to happen and especially because this week I've got lots of really important gigs on in the weekend that I want to be 100% for. So I'm feeling a little bit nervous about how I'm going to feel. And I'm also just feeling like the anti-vaxxers are really getting in my head because they just seem to be everywhere at the moment. People are sharing a whole bunch of stuff on Instagram. When I was at the market, like the egg lady (laughs) was talking about how she's not getting the vaccine and preaching it to the lady purchasing eggs. So that was fun. And I just feel like these people, they're like very loud and they're very vocal. And I'm just nervous because those people don't have MS and I have MS. And so I already know that random things happen and bad things happen to good people. So I'm just feeling quite nervous and anxious. And I thought that it might be important to add that in here that while I'm really excited to get the vaccine and I feel like it's hopeful um I am really nervous so hopefully there's no side effects there's so many of my friends and so many of the people that I follow around the world have gotten the vaccine and nothing absolutely nothing has happened to them and I think I just feel nervous that I'll be like the one in a million but even if I am the one in a million I know that I have people that will help me and support me so everything will be okay July 27 one day until dose one. I'm just sitting in my car. It's the day before getting the vaccine and I just had a revelation. I was just telling Jonas that I'm a bit nervous and that there's like this video circulating of this girl that can't walk after getting the vaccine. And then I was like, well, it's just like being diagnosed with MS, right? Some people that have MS are in wheelchairs. Doesn't mean that everybody is. So... (laughs) I don't know if that makes any sense, but it made sense in my brain just then. July 28, the day I get my first shot. Straight through here. I did it! I got my first vaccine! I'm feeling good. My appointment was at 6.54pm and I didn't get vaccinated till 7.39pm, so that was quite a long wait time and I think the wait time was even longer than that after I was vaccinated but everything was fine it didn't even hurt can confirm a lumbar puncture an IV line and a blood test definitely hurts a lot more than getting the vaccine my arm feels a little bit tingly now and my cheeks are really hot but fingers crossed I get a good sleep and then there'll be no No side effects. Yay! The next day, July 29, the day after dose one. Oh, okay. Had a huge sleep, had a big sleep in, have the whole day just to be at home. And holy shit, my arm is so sore. I woke up this morning and 
I thought it would be sore, but I didn't realize it would be this sore. Like, I can't even lift my arm. And I'm so glad that I got it in my right arm, not my left hand, because I'm left-handed and my left hand is my wiping hand after I've been to the toilet. And there is no way that I would be able to do that with my right hand right now. So, oh, that's sore. But that seems to be the only side effect. So that's good. Let's hope it continues. July 30, Zebra Dreams. Up, it's the third day after the vaccine. My arm is still a little bit sore, but nowhere near like it was yesterday. So thank God for that. But I had the weirdest dream last night. (laughs) I dreamt that the symbol for anti-vaxxers was zebra print and I have a zebra print drink bottle and I had this dream that suddenly everyone was sending me zebra print pictures on Instagram and people were just like so convinced that I was an anti-vaxxer because of my zebra print drink bottle. This is what I mean by they're getting in my head so it's <laughs> it was fun. Oh wow. It's Friday the 13th and there have been some changes. It's the 13th of August, Friday the 13th. Yesterday, the government, the New Zealand government announced some changes and a little bit of a roadmap. But I wanted to update you because one of the changes was that they've decided that their official advice is to wait six weeks instead of three weeks before getting the Pfizer vaccines and I just thought I'd let you know that I won't be doing that I will still just be doing the 21 days well I think I'm doing just over so it's probably like 25 days because if I get it any later than that week I won't be able to get my MS infusion so fingers crossed that it doesn't actually matter too much when you get your COVID vaccine uh yeah Interesting development. August 20, getting dose two while in lockdown. And just like that, on August 20, 2021, she is fully vaccinated, baby. Yes, so excited. Obviously, we are in alert level four, so we're in the toughest lockdown restrictions here in New Zealand. So getting my vaccine for the second dose was a little bit different to the first dose basically we had to line up outside the hospital two meters apart my appointment was at 12 12 I joined the line at 12 p.m and I think I got inside the hospital at 12 30 so it was 30 minutes of standing in the absolute freezing cold like the wind was horrendous and I was not wearing enough clothes but that was okay few sassy people in the line which I think they maybe just needed to get a little bit more perspective or they maybe just don't have anything going on in their lives. They were complaining about the elderly people that got to just wait inside and it's like sorry but this 95 year old is literally gonna die if he (laughs) waits out here on his fucking walker you know. There was just a whole bunch of annoying people but anyway we got inside and then signed in everything was normal when I got my vaccine The nurse, Ruth, shout out to Ruth in vaccine room number two at Princess Margaret Hospital. Ruth was the loveliest nurse 
ever. She said that I had the best mask of the day. So you're welcome. Thanks, mum. Mum made it for me. (laughs) And she was so lovely. And then we got the vaccine and I'm feeling okay. Did my 20 minutes wait. Back home now. The sun has come out. The line is freaking huge outside the hospital because obviously they're running like an hour behind when I was there and there weren't that many people. So there's a lot of people, but the sun has come out now. So it's nice and warm, but I do have a raging headache. Also because I'm hungry and thirsty. So I'll go take some Panadol and hopefully I feel better. I'll keep updating you with how I feel in case I do have any sort of reactions or anything. But yeah, feeling so happy to be, to have two doses and now we just hope that the T cells instead of the B cells do step up to the plate and start creating some of those antibodies. Woohoo! August 21, this was hard to include, but it's definitely a fair representation of how I felt. Okay, so it's the next day. It's 9.44am. And last night, I was convinced that I would be one of those people that didn't get any symptoms. And then I had the worst sleep ever. Woke up probably at like 7am, which for me is a worse, is a really terrible sleep. (laughs) And I just couldn't get back to sleep because I was in so much pain. And so it's like pain literally everywhere, like my face my head, my shoulders, my back, my legs and I was just so uncomfortable because I couldn't, my arm is like killing me so I couldn't move to roll over to my other side and so I was just so uncomfortable and like I am really uncomfortable when I sleep like at the best of times anyway and I only took amitriptyline last night and so then I was like, okay, well, I need to, like, put something in my tummy so that I can take painkillers. But I I just couldn't eat anything because I was in so much pain. I was, like, almost dry-reaching, you know, when you're in so much pain. And I was just thinking, like, how is every, am I a wuss? And is everyone feeling like this? And no one is talking about it. But that was, like, a next, that was a next-level pain. I haven't felt like that in so long. So I had a coffee. And then... I was I was still feeling rubbish and then the electric shocks started which happens with my MS and the electric shocks were running down my right leg and it's just like you just can't do anything when that happens and then I started getting electric shocks in my jaw and then I thought I was going to die because I was in so much pain and I was just googling everything and anything like is my doctor open today I just need to talk to someone like everything was just horrible But because I just got the vaccine at 1pm yesterday, it's like everyone would just tell me you have to wait it out. So I took Panadol, I took Baclofen and I took CBD oil. And I think the CBD oil definitely made me stop crying because I was uncontrollably sobbing with pain. And then the Baclofen has definitely made me a zombie. It's just completely relaxed every muscle which is great. I'd ne- I've never actually taken Baclofen during the day. I've only taken it when I'm going to sleep. So that's interesting to know how that made me feel. And yeah, the Panadol has definitely helped with the headache. So I'm going to try and eat some toast now. And I really hope that this doesn't last any longer because this is next level. 
I'm definitely starting to feel a bit better now, which is good. Going from like super cold to super hot, which I know is really common. But oh my god, maybe I'd be worried if like nothing was happening. But yeah, it's just exacerbated my MS so much. So yeah. Anyway, I'll let you know how I'm getting on. But that is my next day post-vaccine update. August 23. A few days after dose two and a message from my friend Kate. To update you, the next day after that horrible day, everything was fine. I was probably just a little bit tired, a little bit sore, but not too bad. And then I got a cold. So I don't know what has happened because I haven't even been seeing humans because we're in lockdown, but something must have just triggered something in my body. Um, and I picked up a bug from somewhere. So of course I had to go and get a COVID test because that's what we do now. And that's just come back as negative. So that's fantastic. But yeah, now I just feel a bit miserable because I have a little bit of a cold. But in terms of the vaccine... I'm feeling so fine. It was just 24 hours of miserable. And then it was fine. Just back to my normal MSC self. It was hard. Like in the moment. It was hard to see that there would be light at the end of the tunnel. I actually haven't felt that shit in a really, really long time. So that was quite hard. And I think that would be quite a mental block for me. Should we need a third dose? But I have been seeing a lot of chronically ill people have been getting their third Pfizer, third Pfizer, that is a tongue twister, their third Pfizer vaccine and they've been reporting that their um, symptoms post-vaccine have actually been less, even less with the third dose. So yay, that's good. And my friend Kate actually sent me a message when I was feeling so rubbish, that really helped me. So I thought I would share that with you. Now she had already had her two vaccines and she said, good news is it doesn't get any worse. And that was so comforting in the moment because I was just like, I don't know how much longer I can continue in this much pain, you know? And so that was really comforting for me. And so if you're going through that at the moment... And it's making all of your chronic illness symptoms a thousand times worse. Because that's the thing. I don't think that these symptoms that I was having were necessarily symptoms of the vaccine that people without MS will be experiencing. When I was talking to Kate, she thought that it sounded a lot worse like for me. But of course it did because I was like, Kate, I think I'm dying. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, it exacerbated my MS symptoms and it was my MS that was really affecting me and they were all things that I have had before, like the electric shocks, the right side of my body, the jaw pain, the face pain, like all of that was really normal for me. Um, it just made it a lot worse in that 24 hours post the vaccine. So yeah, I don't think that that should be like, oh my god, when you get the vaccine, that didn't happen to me or whatever. I just think that it was yeah, an MSy thing. For my body, everyone's bodies are going to be completely different. Everyone will react in whatever way that they react. But yeah, for me, my MS symptoms, that get riled up at the best of times anyway, just with a little amount of stress, let alone, you know, going through this process. So 
I hope that makes sense. Thank you for joining me on this diary style podcast episode that I've been recording literally just into my phone. I haven't been pedantic about the quality or anything, so thank you so much for listening along. And September 6th, just when we thought it was over, an extra diary entry. It is now the 6th of September and I thought that the vaccine diary was completely finished, but I do need to just quickly update you on this new thing that's happened. Everything is fine, read the vaccine, but it turns out that I actually had my treatment date wrong. Oh my god, like how did I even do that? Basically what happened is when I transferred from Auckland Hospital to Christchurch Hospital, I um I was just confused and I thought I it would be on the same day that Auckland had booked in for me, but no, it's actually a week earlier. So luckily I was so onto it with the vaccine stuff, but turns out, yeah, I'm not waiting four weeks now. I'm waiting three weeks and six days, but I'm more than happy to take that risk. But yeah, just wanted to update you on this strange turn of events that turns out I didn't even know when my infusion was. What an idiot. And that's that. It is now the 5th of October at the time of recording, 5th of October 2021, and I am feeling great. If you're in New Zealand and you would like more information about the Pfizer vaccine or you would like to book your vaccine, you can head to bookmyvaccine.nz. The Zoom call that I was talking about at the beginning of this whole process is actually available to watch online. So if you're interested in learning more about the Pfizer vaccine and how it relates to multiple sclerosis, the link will be in the show notes. Of course, if you want to reach out to me or or if you have any ideas for any other Spotlight On episodes, I would love to hear from you. I'm at That's So Chronic on Instagram. There are some really exciting interviews, That's So and Spotlight On episodes coming up. So if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you've pressed subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify so that you get the episodes as soon as they drop. A huge thank you for all of your support by leaving reviews and sharing the episodes. That really helps That So Chronic reach more ears around the world. And if you would like to support further by shouting That So Chronic a coffee, you can find the link for that in the show notes. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next week.